Hi, I'm Casey. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to A Sprinkle of Sugar, A Dash of Murder, a true crime podcast with an element of baking. And what did you bake this week? So this week we're covering uh, Gypsy Blanchard. Yes. So, um, you know, I don't know if this is factual or not, but as far as I know, she was apparently allergic to sugars. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, until she found out that she might not actually be. We'll go into this whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, I figured, you know what? Let's celebrate the sugar yes. and let's have lots of it. Finally able. Yes. <laughs> so I want to have, I went, made some um, lemon cupcakes just because mm. light, fluffy lemon tastes so good. It does. All right. So um, in this in this recipe, there's, well, a lot of lemon. You haven't caught on to that yet. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I'll po- we'll post it on our social media, like always, because uh, there's not any hidden secret additions to it. There's quite a bit of butter and quite a bit of eggs, to be honest, but mm. who doesn't love butter? I love butter. I know, same. And then, um, yeah, you'll need some, some lemon zest, I guess is the little little fun spice. A kick. Yep. All right. So, are you ready to start this case? Yes. Dive right in. So, I, I'm going to start with, like, the movies and stuff around it, just to, like, bring that up. So, I watched um, a documentary about this that was made in 2017 called Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting, really um, factual, really got a good look at it. But there is also a scripted um, and acted, like, Mm -hmm. dramatized version TV show that you have watched. Yes. So it's called The Act, and it's on Hulu. Um, 2019 is when it was made. And it has, um, what's that actress's name? Joey? Joey King. Joey King. I I love her. Um, I think that Joey King did a really good job in it. When you compare her to... Of like pictures of what Gypsy Blanchard actually looks like, mm-hmm. I think it's crazy similar. I think well, that they just they did a really good job with that, and I hope that it's factual. I know that some of it was a little dramatic, and surprisingly, um, I mean, this is obviously not for children because this is a crime, I yeah. guess, but it's definitely not for children in that there are a few like awkward sex scenes Mm, okay which i kind of surprised me just i wasn't really i guess expecting it but i think it's just more supposed to show like her coming out as a woman yeah and finding out like this whole other world that exists Uh when she's treated like a child yeah she's very sheltered right um but i'm interested to hear the facts and to see how well it lined up with what i remember from the um the acted out version yeah okay so this happened in 2015 um gypsy rose blanchard and her mom Dee Dee blanchard are very close seemingly you know um they're pretty famous online i guess you could say because they post their bloggers they're very well known because Gypsy is a very sick child. She has leukemia and is tube fed. I put, oh my God, in my notes, I put tube fed by a tube, obviously. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> she has seizures and she's in a wheelchair. So like I said, she's, because of her illness, she's like, um, she's pretty well known. She was invited to speak and sing at an American Cancer Society event as a cancer survivor. Um, she has a huge following on social media and Gypsy and her mom, Dee Dee, are survivors of Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. So then they moved to Springfield, Missouri after the hurricane. And that was after, yeah, um, I know that, you know, I mean, this little girl that's so sick then is already ha- has a, her home destroyed by a hurricane. Yeah. People are obviously going to want to help with that. Exactly. And people were super generous. Yes. Yes, they were. Because their new house was built by Habitat for Humanity. And it even had a wheelchair ramp and everything for her. Okay, so this is in the act. It was this really cute pink house. Was yeah. it? Did it actually look like that in yeah, real life? Yeah, I think life? so. So they made yeah. it like a, like a really sweet little home for them to live in. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was a cute little pink house just for the girls, you know? Yeah. And um, Gypsy's dad, his name is Rod Blanchard. He is living and he is in the picture, but he lives in Louisiana. He did not move with them. Um, and they've been divorced, separated since Gypsy was very, very young. Maybe even they were, they were married, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I believe so. They were. But, um, yeah, they've not been together for a very long time. So he, he is in the picture, but like I said, he, he doesn't live in the same state as them anymore. So he doesn't see her as often. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of the visits are, like, supervised, you know. It's not really yeah. him getting to be alone with her. It's mainly, you know, with with the mom as with well. With Dee Dee, yeah. Mm-hmm. And because she's sick, that's, like, can't travel too much. Can't, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so it's a lot of phone calls. Yeah. June 14th, 2015, at 48 years old, Dee Dee Blanchard is found dead in her bed in their home. Um, she's been stabbed many times and gypsy is missing and so they're just this mother daughter obviously it's very concerning gypsy's gone because she's so sick it's a mystery at this point for people at that point they're like oh my gosh what kind of monster would do this yeah you know kill this woman that's just trying to take care of her child and this child is missing now yeah yeah um and there were so friends were concerned about Dee Dee because Facebook posts um, mm-hmm. popped up on her account saying, um, the bitch is dead. I f***ing slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so f***ing loud. LOL. Ugh, and that was that just gave up. me yeah. chills. It's oh. disgusting. So friends were like, what is this? Was your account hacked? Who is posting this? You've never talked like this before. So friends were actually the ones who were like, can you go to the house? And that's when they found Dee Dee. So Gypsy is found June 15th, 2015 in Wisconsin. And she's brought in for questioning. And she is supposedly 19 years old at this time. And in the documentary that I watched, you get to see like all of that interview footage, all of, um, you know, firsthand stuff and she's crying and denying knowing anything and then this young man named nicholas gojan i think is how you say his last name Mm -hmm. um is brought in and he admits to the murder saying that gypsy asked him to do it 
and that they've been secretly dating online for a year. So is he in the show? Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. But um, where's her wheelchair? Right. She's not in a wheelchair because she can walk. Bum, bum, bum! <laughs> oh, Plot my God. twist. Imagine those police officers' face when they find this poor girl walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Normal. And they're looking for a sickly young child. Yeah. And how old was she? So she said she was 19 or was she, she actually 19? She thinks she's 19. Like, she genuinely thinks she's 19. We're going to find out that her age is very up in the air. Ooh. So, June 16th at Gypsy's arraignment, all of her friends and family come to see her. Because at this point, they don't really know anything. And they're like, how could Gypsy be a part of this? And this is actually the very first time they see her walk. Like, ever. And they were all, like, so shocked. Like, what the hell? Gypsy is being arrested and she's walking in the courtroom like that's got to be like because could did you they don't know anything did you see that in the documentary you saw her Mm -hmm. walking and could you audibly hear the gasps you could yeah you could hear like murmurs like they don't they the camera was like focused on her so you don't Mm -hmm. see it yeah but you could hear it yeah so it's got to be shocking and um so everyone is confused now like why would if she did do this, why would she kill her mother? Because nobody knows anything at this point mm-hmm. of, like, motive or whatever. But in court now, it is revealed Gypsy's illnesses were all a huge money fraud scheme made up by Dee Dee, her mother. So Dee Dee is um, faking Gypsy's illnesses mm-hmm. and everything to get you know, they've gotten free housing, trips to Disney, multiple trips to Disney World through, like, Make-A-Wish and stuff, and they got tons of money and donations from people, they got fame, publicity, gifts, you know, all just because Dee Dee thought it would be really awesome. And just the general sympathy, too, of having that and being, like, the hero to this young girl and you know putting her life on hold for her daughter who's very ill is also kind of um what is the word i'm looking for kind of a reason why someone would want to do that right and it's um it's like that hero worship like you need it Mm -hmm. in in her mind and that is um munchausen by proxy Mm -hmm. which is what Dee Dee had um, her mental illness, which is, if you don't know, Munchausen is when you keep yourself sick mm-hmm. and like harm yourself for attention. And then Munchausen by proxy is when you do it to somebody else, which mm-hmm. is what she was doing to Gypsy. Yeah. And it's scary how real that actually is and how common it is. Yeah. A lot of people have that um, mental illness, which it's. It's such a strange... Yeah. Because people will... People will literally, like, with Munchausen's, will take a pill or will pretend they have cancer. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, something like that. And then make everyone around them believe it. Yeah. But then, by proxy, sometimes they are making them ill or they are, like... Yeah, they're making them ill or they're hurting them and then trying to get and that's just that's just sick and wrong and 
a lot of mothers to their own children will do that. Um, I, I'm not going to go like too in depth into this, but like I worked in school. I, um, did a rotation at Lurie's Children's and they like literally taught us to look out for that. Um, and to actually kind of be investigators for these children because they told us about one, one situation that had happened where a mother had literally been, her kid was coming in fainting a lot, like passed out a lot. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, oh, he just did it at home. And, you know, they found out that she was smothering the child with a pillow until the kid would pass out. Oh, my God. And it, so the only time the kid would pass out was when the mother and the kid were alone. Oh, my gosh. And then I don't know if this is Munchausen's, but then there was this one case or this one situation that happened. And you might have heard about it. It was not too long ago on the news a lot. There was that one woman that um, the kid had an NG tube. I think it was an NG tube or some kind of tube. Maybe it was just a stomach tube where you could put food into it. Uh-huh. And she just put straight salt water. Oh, yes, yes. Into it. When I was looking at cases of Munchausen by proxy, that was on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's considered Munchausen yeah, because it was. the kid ended up di- did die. He did, yeah. But the kid was so sick for so long and they really didn't know and he had you know with when you like ingest that much salt usually you naturally puke. Mm-hmm. That kid for had a surgery or something had happened where he can't he couldn't puke. Yeah. So it's just so sad cuz that kid did end up dying and they ended up reali- finding out that it was from the mother doing that. Yeah. to her own child. That's- crazy i i it's one of the most bizarre in my mind diagnosis because it's just like it's so weird like you get satisfaction of attention through making someone sick like that's just so weird to me yeah Um, i mean and it would like the thing is because you're making in the end in the end you are making your life harder yeah you know you're making yourself sick or you're making somebody else sick that you have to take care of right so you're causing even more stress on yourself and it, whatever benefits you get from it are not anything and you're still spending like like going back to Dee Dee. Yeah. She's still spending all that money on medical bills, surgeries, medical equipment, meds. Yeah. Yeah. Medications alone probably cost a fortune. I know. So she really didn't it's not like they were sitting pretty living the right. rich life. They yeah. weren't. No. It's it's so strange. It's a mental illness. It's that's it's when something's so inexplicable like that. I think that it's just that's mental illness. Like yeah, that people fall into this group because I understand it when it's actually benefiting you. But no, no, it's not. Yeah, no. making your life harder. So Gypsy's real age is not able to be confirmed at this point because she has tons and tons and tons of medical records but Dee Dee was always changing her birth date so they're not sure which one is actually real and they have contrasting dates not sure if she's really 19 or not and Dee Dee made sure that Gypsy didn't know her real age either so Gypsy fully believes she's 19 at this point because Dee Dee liked to pretend she was younger than she was. So that, you know, you the can longer. get more attention when their kids are younger. And mm-hmm. she didn't want 
um, Gypsy to age out of like things like Make-A-Wish and stuff like that. And she is, uh, looking at pictures and seeing the interviews, she does look really young. She, looks she can pass. very young. She can pass as being really young, too. Yeah. So he, some of the illnesses, this is a long list, but it's literally just some of the illnesses that Dee Dee said Gypsy had include leukemia, mm-hmm. muscular dystrophy, asthma, okay. epilepsy, paralyzed from the waist down, anemia, retardation, lung disease, GI reflux. Okay. Um, hyperventilation, a heart murmur, quadriplegia. What? I don't know what that is. But. That's that's where you're paralyzed, like your arms too. Oh well, why? Okay. So that's clearly she can move her arms yeah. all the time. Whatever. Right. But she faked that at one point. Um, heart issues, basically like everything on the planet. She said mm-hmm. Gypsy had, and she did. Didn't she have a, a stomach tube? She did. Yeah, she had a feeding tube and was f- literally fed through it, and um, Gypsy said that had to be replaced every six months her whole life. And mm-hmm. she didn't even need it in real life. Those aren't, yeah, that's not like, I mean, it's really not that invasive in the end. It's just like a little tube. Yeah. But still, it's not something that's comfortable. No. It's. You don't want to eat through and, a tube if you don't have to. Right. That And plus, I mean, you still have to have that, it's called mastication, I think. Um, that chewing. Your mouth, like, if you don't chew you kind of forget how to oh, chew yeah. and swallow. So, like, you still need to masticate. Ew, that sounds like it's bad, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm going to make sure I'm using the right word. Okay. I'm not saying sling inappropriate. <laughs> chew food. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, you're right. <laughs> Change a few letters in there, that'd be something yeah. else, but... <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so, Dee Dee was shaving Gypsy's head to make it appear like she had cancer, and her head was being shaved, like, basically her whole life, like, almost right away. Mm-hmm. And, um, Dee Dee, I mean, Gypsy always said that her mom totally convinced her she was sick. Like, she really did believe it. Yeah, in the, in the, um, the act the show that i watched she would she kind of said like i know that some of it is like that she's faking some of it yeah but like obviously she knows that she can walk but she thinks Mm -hmm. that if she walks too much it's gonna cause an issue so yeah she knows she's in the wheelchair but then some of it she truly believes that she is sick like like being allergic to sugar mm-hmm. was was something in the act. Is that actually yes. something you found? Um, she, Dee Dee said she was allergic to tons of stuff. So yeah, sugar was in there too. She had like tons of allergies to like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and in the documentary too, Gypsy gives an interview and she says she believed everything her mom told her except she knew she could walk and she just assumed... She's like, it was one of those situations where you think mom knows best, so you just are like, okay, I can't walk for some reason, even though I can, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's clear in, in to investigators now at this point that Gypsy herself is the one who posted those Facebook posts, which mm-hmm. were like so terrible, and she was the one who wrote them and posted them. Where did she learn that language? Uh, the internet. Know, her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, 
there are text messages between her and this guy nick her boyfriend Mm -hmm. planning it so this was premeditated um some of the texts said this is from gypsy she said the shit's gonna go down tonight and he said babe it's my evil side doing it he won't mess up because he enjoys killing and then she said we'll be happy soon and after this night we will never bring it up Mm -hmm. so that's you know they get murder in the first degree for that because that's clearly premeditated so in the act they had met at like a comic con type place where you could dress up as characters okay and so he was kind of cosplaying and she was dressed up like a princess Mm, um and Dee Dee had brought her did happen oh so that no that so that happens a little later okay my notes and it's kind of a little it happens but it's a little different well actually now that i think about it i don't think she met him there i think that she met she met somebody else Mm -hmm. yes okay and that's kind of when she first kind of got interested in yes men in leaving yep oh and in leaving okay see okay so that's kind of where the act is still kind of on the same same page yeah yep all right so her father rod like i said lives in um louisiana Mm -hmm. and he's finding all of this out he had no idea that all these illnesses were fake he was paying medical bills he was paying like insurance like he was paying for a lot of it and he was paying child support and like everything and he had no idea because they lived separate for a very long time and whenever he did get to see her the two of them like carried on this act and so i don't want to like i i think he's totally tricked like i don't want to say he's a bad dad for not noticing because like they convinced doctors they convinced Mm -hmm. nurses like you know and so he was totally shocked and he said that dd told him um at when gypsy was just three months old dd told him that gypsy had sleep apnea and was hearing impaired vision impaired and had digestive system issues and so she had to get like um breathing machine think see that mm-hmm. um at three months old because Dee Dee said she needed one and he just paid for it and everything and then rod said that Dee Dee told him she was diagnosed with a chromosome disorder because he was like why is she so sick why does she have all of these symptoms like he wanted answers and yeah. he was like oh it's a it's a chromosome disorder okay and so she actually had tests done and she was diagnosed with one by a doctor when she, she really didn't have it. But it's so bizarre. It's honestly so bizarre how many times Dee Dee has gone in and just, like, described what Gypsy supposedly has. And the doctor has been like, okay, yeah, this is it. See, you, know? you and I were just talking about this today, actually. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I said, like, we were just talking about something else. And I said, well, like, how did he come across that diagnosis? And she's like, oh, well, you know, just symptom-based. And I'm like, it's, it's always weird to me how you can go in there with all these symptoms and then walk out with a diagnosis when, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of medical tests that can also look at this. Like, a literal blood work can yeah. tell you if they have a chromosome yeah. dis- disorder. So I don't understand how, they, how that happened. Yep. 
And Dee Dee also told Rod that Gypsy would not live to 18 years old. And um, she also told him Gypsy had to have surgery because her stomach lining wrapped around her esophagus. Mm. Um, And she actually did have a surgery. Which, again, you have the surgery. The doctor sees that's not actually an issue. What's going on? Like, this happened for so many years. That's so crazy to me. Like, I, I don't see how that can be. I mean, what, what doctor just kind of cuts a child open it's, uh, and there's nothing there? It's, yeah. But wouldn't it be like that, you know, she'd be describing all these symptoms and all this stuff would be coming back. And then all of a sudden after, um, not all of a sudden, but then when they find out, oh, actually, sorry, this was a mistake, wrong diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Then they'd tell her that, like, you know, we actually did this unnecessarily. Then she'd go to a different doctor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when they'd catch on and realize, um, oh, oops, we, we messed up a little bit, then she'd go. Yep. So maybe that's what was happening with these yeah. surgeries. Also, um, all of the medications she was on, I in the documentary they said that Taking the meds when she didn't need them actually induced some of the symptoms that the doctors were looking for. So that could also factor into it, too. Like seizures. Yes. If you stop taking seizure medications, it gives you seizures. Yeah. So, yeah, with a lot of seizure medications, it can actually cause you to have seizures if you just randomly stop taking it. Yeah. Or if you're not taking a strong enough dose or if you're, you know, say when she was growing, her hormones got messed up, then... Mm -hmm that could also affect it so that's one of the things that she that was on that list because it said epilepsy and she's definitely probably taking a seizure medication for that oh yeah so rod called gypsy on her 18th birthday Mm -hmm. and Dee Dee told him don't tell her she's 18 she doesn't know so she's telling gypsy like i said that she's younger than she is and um and her dad is like, obviously, like, why would I do that, you know? And Dee Dee explains it to Rod, like, she's mentally behind. She looks like she's 12. Like, she really does look like she's 12. Mm-hmm. But she's um, she's mentally behind, so she doesn't really understand age. She doesn't really know that she's this old. And so, like, that's kind of how she explained it. He's And Rod said he was kind of like, okay, whatever, you know? And just like... It yeah, took that as I an mean, explanation. The, yeah, he's he's trusting her that this diagnosis is correct and everything, so yeah. he doesn't want to upset her unnecessarily. Yeah, and so at this point, everyone thinks she's nineteen when she's like brought in and everything. She's twenty four years old, so she has wow, and like she didn't even know that she didn't even know she was in her twenties. Honestly, wow. So. That's crazy. Just to lose five years like that. Yeah. Yeah. And your life is just so different that way. Mm-hmm. But um, Gypsy says this whole time she didn't know she was really being abused either. Like, she thought she was really sick, like we said. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't really considering it abuse because she doesn't know any better, you know? And... She has a medical closet in their house, which is just this closet filled with Gypsy's meds. Mm-hmm. And it is, in like the documentary, you can see like the pictures of like 
how many meds she was on. It's bottles and bottles and bottles of like anxiety, pain meds, breathing machines, like so much stuff. Like, and she was really being given all these medications. So that can really mess up your body. Yeah, your kidney function, liver function. Yeah. Taking all these pills unnecessarily. I mean, people they thought that it was helping her, you know, prolong her life. And so mm-hmm. you're not really worried about the long-term damage when you have a poor prognosis. Yeah. So this could have caused so much damage still. Yeah. And medical records show that from what they can find... Uh, Dee Dee brought Gypsy to local hospitals 100 times between 2005 and 2014. <laughs> That's a lot wow. of trips to the hospital. And she would always bounce around to hospitals and different doctors and things like that um, so that she wasn't just caught, you know. And... Dee Dee always did all of the talking when they went into the hospital. She would mm-hmm. never let Gypsy speak. And then she would explain it to doctors like, oh, she's she has mental retardation. She can't talk mm-hmm. for herself. And she would always, Gypsy says she would always tell her, keep quiet and don't move your legs when they went to the doctor. And Gypsy had multiple surgeries, including gastrointestinal, did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Um, she had surgery on her eyes and removal of her salivary glands, to name a few. She had other what? surgeries as well. Yeah. And, like, it's just so... She had nothing wrong with her eyes, and she's having surgery on them. Like, that is so bad. Like, she had nothing wrong with anything, and just to have a sur- Like, oh, that's so terrible. Can't imagine. No. Um. So, lawyers at this point are looking through all of Gypsy's medical records to see, like, what's going on, what's... They're trying to figure out, at this point, what's real and what's not, because it's so... Right. You don't know. And um, at this point in the trial, when the lawyers are looking at all these medical records, they can kind of... This is when Dee Dee... I mean, she's passed away, so it's not, like an official official diagnosis but that's when experts say she definitely probably had munchausen by proxy Mm -hmm. um just based off all of these and on every single one of the medical records it would say like upon mother's records like so the doctors are taking dd's word for it like of what the what her symptoms in the past were so all of them said something like upon mother's diagnosis blah 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 Mm -hmm. like from the mom and on literally on one of the records like in the doctor's notes one of the doctors wrote Dee Dee put her hands over gypsy's ears so she wouldn't hear when they were talking about her symptoms so that like Dee Dee was trying to like Mm -hmm. keep gypsy from hearing it because she didn't want gypsy to catch on that she's faking all this stuff Mm -hmm. and a doctor actually wrote that in his notes like that's and then they also found out through these records that Dee Dee would change the family history based on what doctor they were at. Like, if they went to the cardiologist, oh, the family history, they have a long history of heart attacks. You know, oh. so it changed by prognosis yeah. and everything. Yeah. Which is just, that is so sick. 
Um, did Dee Dee have any schooling or was she, do you know what her job was before she had kids? Um, there's, I do have a little bit later about her past, but it doesn't say anything about her schooling, like in the documentary. I'm just really wondering why, how she kind of knows all of this stuff, yeah. like how she doesn't slip up. I mean, like Google, Google can only tell you so much. I know. So... She How did she knows catch on? terms and everything. Like, yeah. That's, that's crazy. I'm not sure what she worked as. Mm-hmm. Um, but a neurologist, Dr. Flasterstein, he mm-hmm. wrote in his notes, mother is not a good historian, bold and underlined. So and he's the first doctor in all, they have, like, in the documentary, they show you, like, stacks and stacks of medical records. Mm-hmm. He's the first doctor to say something like that, like, to show suspicion of Dee Dee. And this doctor was so suspicious that he checked up with another doctor on Gypsy. Um, he's like, she has muscular legs, her brain MRI and spinal MRI are normal. What's going right. on? I mean, you still do reflex tests on someone that has you know like you still you still monitor it so obviously they're gonna be doing like the whole hitting your knee thing that's not something i mean i guess you can hold back but if gypsy doesn't really realize like that what's going on and he hits her knee and it jerks right that's a reflex and that means that she has muscle tone control that her reflexes are intact so this doctor reached out to another neurologist, and they both confirmed, no, she does not have muscular dystrophy. And the doctor, Dr. Flasterstein, Flasterstein, wrote in his notes, strong possibility of Munchausen by proxy, according to, like, by yeah. Dee And unfortunately, that was in his notes and everything, but unfortunately, she continued to do this. For some time, because that was back in 2000, like early 2000s, I believe, when he wrote that. And nobody like followed up on that, even though he suspected it. I mean, in a hospital setting, so a patient comes in, we find out that they don't have what what we were told. You know, he says, I think that the mother has Munchausen's by proxy. So they, they probably consult psych or something Mm -hmm. but from there it's so difficult what to do because what do you do i mean do you bring in the police i mean you don't really know unless it's obvious that this child is being abused which munchausen's by proxy is yeah he might have just not alerted the right people because i guess you could have brought in social work and they could have called child services and Mm -hmm. all that could have gone down but he just didn't, they just didn't alert the people that needed to be alerted. Yeah. He explains it too. At his hospital, apparently they call um, social services mm-hmm. if there are clear signs of neglect. And he's like, but this wasn't the case. This is like overprotection. So it didn't, apparently, I guess it didn't call for social services because it wasn't neglect. Right. But it's still abuse. The fact <laughs> so, that he says, the only thing that would make me question him more is like, but you flat out said Munchausen's by proxy and you know that that means that you're lying and making right. illnesses up, which 
you're forcing this child to be in a wheelchair when she can clearly walk and use mm-hmm. her muscles. Yep. So isn't that isn't that neglect? Right? Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. It should it, that's neglect. I feel like that should start if you're forcing out. a child to not use their legs, that's neglect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's abuse. I don't know. That kind of shocks me. Yeah. Um so Dee Dee requested all of the medical records so she could look at them and have them. So, of course, she sees this, that this doctor has written that she has a strong possibility of Munchausen by proxy and sees that she's not diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, so immediately stops taking her to this Mercy hospital. Yep. yep. For Sounds quite a about few right. Days. Yep. And, of course, if you don't go back, they're not going to bother to check up on you. So, that's how she escaped that. So... Then this, it kind of gets into Dee Dee's past. Um, her nephew, Bobby Pete, I don't, I don't know, P-I-T-R-E. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he thought that his aunt was probably bipolar. And I mean, she was never diagnosed, but mm-hmm. based off of like the family, the family had nothing nice to say about her. So she has a history of opening credit cards in her father's name she had warrants out for because she sent bad checks like mm-hmm. everywhere like all the time um and she scammed and like conned people constantly so she has like this history of getting what she wanted and conning people um and everyone in her family believed that she killed her mother emma um who had died of illness and she was the one taking care of her Oh, wasn't this, she had, like, pain medications, and it was, like, was she on, was the mother on hospice when she was taking care of her? Um, I think so. They say that Dee Dee starved her to death, like, (gasps) wouldn't feed her. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, amongst other things. I mean, that's what the family says. Yeah, and, um, so they, literally all of her family believes she killed her mom, um, this way, and that she poisoned her stepmom, Laura, with Roundup, like the weed killer. And Laura lived, but mm-hmm. um, she had, she was like paralyzed for a few months because of this. And she's like, I know it was Dee Dee. I know she's the one who poisoned me. And um, like trying to get rid of her. And hmm. they, when they heard that Dee Dee was dead, her stepmom and father and like everyone thought she was it was a trick they were like Dee's faking her death like they didn't believe it because she was so known for like tricking people and conning people that they thought it was like all this elaborate like whatever she's not dead and then when they found out she really was dead this kind of sounds cold but like they they were like she deserved it and when gypsy gypsy sent them her ashes Dee Dee's ashes her sister was like flush them down the toilet i don't want them i don't care so her family and like the interviewers in this documentary they were like are you sad she's dead and her stepmom and dad were like no not really like they were just like over her i guess and i mean if you think someone like they all think she killed emma so i mean yeah a family member they actually cared about so like I guess that would take away some of your, like, sadness about it. But, like, I was like, whoa. Like, they were so, like, 
No. That bothers me because she has a child. Like, I don't know. You'd think that somewhere along the lines there'd be sympathy for her because she has an ill child. So then, like, I mean, I know that you're probably saying all the stuff this is previous to her having Gypsy. Mm-hmm. But then she has this child. And then what do you think the family's saying about Gypsy? Like, do you think they're like, oh, she's faking it. Gypsy's, I'm sure Gypsy doesn't actually have these illnesses. Mm-hmm. But it's just family talk. So they don't actually raise any alarms. Yeah. Because. I don't know. That kind of bothers me that they knew that she was not really a well woman and that she was, like, if she's going to go as far as faking her own death, then right. don't you think her having an ill child like this isn't a coincidence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just, and I mean, families talk. There's, like, there's whispers amongst the amongst families. So I'm sh- I kind of get the feeling that maybe they were onto it, but it was more just, like, family gossip, family drama, and, like, they're not actually going to raise any alarms on it because they don't have any proof. Yeah. Probably, yeah. And they just... I don't know. They... They care about Gypsy, but they don't care about Dee Dee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're probably just like, kind of good for you, Gypsy. Yeah, that's exactly it. They were like, she deserved it. Like, now Gypsy's free. Like, they... They don't feel sad. <laughs> so Well, free from her mother. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, no. She's in jail. But um so the death penalty is not being pursued for Gypsy and Nicholas, like because they're taking an account of all this abuse and stuff. Yeah. So they're trying to like they're like, okay, they murdered someone. Yes. Uh, it's not exactly self defense. Right. Because it's premeditated. <laughs> but they decide not to do the death penalty because of the circumstances. Um, and Dr. Feldman, who is a Munchausen by proxy expert, he's brought in and he said that it was all about control and that Dee Dee was very much like, um, she liked having absolute control over Gypsy's life. And that's what a big thing in Munchausen by Proxy is. It's not just that you love the attention. It's the control over someone's life so completely because they're sick. They can't do anything or, you know, quote unquote sick because they can't do anything. Yeah. And, um, he also like, I don't know the exact percentage, but the majority of cases are mothers. Yeah. Which. Wow. Yeah. Um, like people who have it are mothers. And, um, so of course that's one of these cases. So Gypsy starts talking about that night and like what led to her making this decision to kill her mother at this Mm -hmm. point. And this is what you talked about. She said, my first, um, my first idea of like trying to be free of my mother is when she ran away to go to vision con. Which is like that comic oh, thing. Okay. With a friend. Um, it wasn't Nicholas. And they didn't give the name of the friend. But she ran away and went to this convention. And she told this friend what happened at home. And the two of them, he was like, well, you can come live with me. You shouldn't live with that. So they went to Arkansas, where he lived. And Dee Dee found them in just a matter of hours, though. So oh. she brought gypsy back 
and smack Dee Dee, or I mean, Gypsy says Dee Dee smashed her computer and told her, next time you try that, I'll smash your fingers. And then she made this dog leash, leash attached to handcuffs, which were attached to the bed for Gypsy to like keep her under lock. That's so sad. Yeah. That is just, that's a beat. Like, the thing is, now she sees I can't run away. I can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck here. Yeah. Like, the options are kind of, I'm not justifying murder, but, like, in her mind, you know, like, the options are getting Mm -hmm. slimmer. Like, the doctors are believing everything. They're not helping. The, um, she couldn't run away. And then next, a neighbor Mm -hmm. suspected something was going on. I think it was a neighbor. Um, it was an anonymous report, but the county sheriff came on an anonymous report that Dee Dee was, um abusing her and so the police came and looked at the house they looked at gypsy and Dee Dee was like she's mentally incompetent she's she's mentally not there and she manipulated the police into not helping her so gypsy's like great the police can't help me either you know like the options are like dwindling in her mind um and she really doesn't know what's true and what's fake either no she's she's still trying to discover this on her own yeah she knows that she's in some degree that her mom is manipulating her, but she just doesn't understand or know to what extent and how much. And she, her mother has all that she can really get from the real world is being on the computer that her mother just smashed. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she has, she's completely shut out. Her yeah. mother probably puts on Disney movies for her. and That's actually a really big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was allowed to watch Disney movies, and in the documentary, Gypsy, because she, she really is, in so many ways, she's not mentally retarded, but yeah. because she's so sheltered, she really does have that childlike mentality, and in the documentary, she has this long speech of comparing, she's like, I'm so attached to the movie Tangled, that's my life, and she does oh. this whole thing of comparing her life to the plot of Tangled because Mother Gothel, like, keeps her locked up in the tower and she just wants to spend a day out free. And, like, she's like, that's my life. I'm, I'm like, this princess. Like, so in her head, she's kind of thinking this fairy tale world applies to her, you know? Yeah, but it's crazy because it's kind of true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she, like, she actually lived this life of being sheltered away, and now she sees it on the sc- big screen, and... She's like, wow, I identify, you know? Wow. Yeah. And she was like, my life was just, like, tangled, but it wasn't a happily ever after. And she literally said that in the documentary, Aww. and I was like, oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's so hard, because it's like, I mean, we all know, like, she ended up doing something so horrible. Mm-hmm but she was abused her whole life like her her thinking wouldn't be even rational because she has a childlike thinking exactly kill the thing and especially based off of those movies mother gothel ends up falling out of a window and dying sorry yeah. to ruin the yeah <laughs> ruin tangled i mean the story of rapunzel's been around yeah for hundreds of years so but like even in that movie bad guy ends up dying yeah mm-hmm so, I mean, it's just, it makes sense that she thinks the only way, and I'm not bashing Disney movies by saying this, but right. kinda, I kind of am. Because in a lot of Disney movies, the only way to get rid of the bad guy is to kill them. Right. Yeah. 
Ah! Whoa, mind blown! <laughs> I'm freaking out just because it's that's so. And, like that's her only window in the outside world is movies. Mm-hmm. So, and she even says that in the doc- documentary. She's like, my head is so full of like these fantasies because that's all I had, you know. And like she said something like that. But yeah, so. Um, ironically, Gypsy and Nick meet on a Christian dating website. I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that showed that in the act, that's too. So weird. That's so weird. Um, so Nick has autism, actually. That's okay. not a lie. He is diagnosed with it. Mm-hmm. And his mother said that the doctors said um, his mind would always be at around a 15 or 16-year-old age. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah mentally capacity um so gypsy has never known you know romance of any kind in real life right and she said that she loved him completely and just trusted everything he said because she's never had a boyfriend before and this is all online dating they've never met in person and once again that makes sense yeah. Because of this, because of this, what she's grown up with, Disney movies, mm-hmm. there's the prince that knows everything that, you know, whisks the woman away and yeah. they fall in love in five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that she would be like, oh, I love you. Yeah. You're meant to be. And then the documentary shows a lot of their texts and um, uh, Facebook messages to each other. Mm-hmm. And it is, I mean, it is filled with disney stuff like they send pictures of like beauty and the beast to each other like i'm Belle, you're the beast like disney is like a huge huge part it's like it's everywhere in this documentary because like they would always compare themselves to like disney characters so like that's really mentally where their minds were at okay and so nick asks her at some point if she wants to participate in bdsm through the internet because they haven't met right and gypsy didn't even know what it was but she said yes wow okay so the thing is earlier i mentioned i said they dramatized the act and i thought that they made some stuff up and then Mm -hmm. i mentioned sexual stuff yeah so maybe this is actually Um, more accurate than i realized and they were actually because because that's kind of where it got a little uncomfortable to watch at times Uh because you know, I mean, whatever, with the BDSM. So, anyway, continue. Yeah. So, an ex of Nick's contacts Gypsy and tells her, hey, Nick is bad news. He literally thinks he's a vampire and he's into weird stuff. And Gypsy thought it was, like, whatever, you know. Yeah. She's like, you're just a jealous ex or something. So, she ignores this girl, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, in 2013, Nick was arrested for watching porn in a McDonald's for nine hours with a knife. Nine hours. So Wait, with a knife? What do you mean with a knife? Okay, well, he had a <laughs> knife with him. Like, on his person. Oh, uh, I was like, <laughs> like, was he just watching porn with a knife? No. Like, did he lock himself in this oh, McDonald's? No. I was just trying to... Yeah, I guess that phrasing was not excellent. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Knife and I are watching porn. Oh right. no! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, why didn't they stop it sooner? I don't know. Why didn't they say, "Hey, for nine hours before they were like, it's, it's tired"? 
like is it two hours enough like yeah. to kind of say enough is enough like oh, why'd you wait nine hours that's a whole <laughs> shift in a couple oh, hours God. i feel like you would know pretty quickly what's going on <laughs> but okay <laughs> um so interesting in his interrogation nick claims he has many personalities mm-hmm. and he tells like through the relationship he's told gypsy this as well um and the interviewer like the police they ask him were you actually diagnosed with that because that's a big factor in it uh, yeah because they know he really was diagnosed with autism mm-hmm. but he said well i should be diagnosed so that's his the personality thing is yeah not confirmed he could really believe that in his head but like it's not officially it's diagnosed more with it's almost like he's imagining it and making it like he just has an act. clearly they have active imaginations yes and so he might just be kind of making the believing it himself but kind of there's actually not really a switch yeah if that oops if that makes sense yes nick asks gypsy he's like i want all of my other personalities to have girlfriends too so can you pretend to like have other personalities too that would go along with mine and she says yes so and like the documentary shows like the photos that they send each other and she's in all these different outfits and wigs and like i don't know where she's getting them i think that her mom i think that she you know she could dress up for like a lot of different things Mm-hmm. So I think that she had like a lot of different princess costumes. So she's probably yeah. getting the wigs from that. And plus, people probably donated them to her because she's bald all the time. True. Yeah. So they think that she might want a wig to try on. So she probably they probably have a lot because from yeah. donations and her just dressing up like a child costumes. Well, some of them are very like risque costumes, and you can like see the pictures of it like on the documentary. Interesting. Like, like they're like clearly sexual costumes too. So, like, I'm like, where is she getting those, though? You know? Like, it's weird. Well, she clearly but. has access to the computer again. Yeah. So, she might be secretly ordering things. Yeah. It's or maybe her crazy. neighbor friend is picking them up for her or something. Maybe, yeah. So, they're going along with this fantasy, the two of them together, um, of this multiple personality thing. And that is that plays a factor in it. So, Gypsy says she never full-out asked um, Nick to kill Dee Dee. She said she just asked him if he would protect her from her mom. And he said, yeah, I'd do anything. So they arranged to meet at a movie theater. um, But obviously, uh, Gypsy couldn't go out alone. So Gypsy and Dee Dee go together to go see Cinderella, the the, live-action remake when it Mm -hmm. came out. And there's Disney again, popping up. And um, Nick goes to the movie theater. Obviously, he can't meet Dee Dee. So he buys a ticket, or Gypsy buys him a ticket somehow. And he, like, sits somewhere else in the theater alone. And um, Nick says, I don't know how they would manage this if Dee Dee's watching and everything. Nick says that they had sex in the bathroom at the movie theater. That happened in the show, too. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that one of the things you thought maybe was fake? Yeah. Yeah. I did think that was fake. So he says that happened. Wow. Um, And it's after this day that they finally, like, met and had sex that Gypsy 
and Nick plan Dee Dee's murder. Um, so the night that the murder happened, Gypsy and Dee Dee painted each other's nails, and Gypsy said she acted like everything was totally normal with her mom. She says they had fought, but they had just made up. And um, she didn't say what they fought about, but... Mm-hmm. And Gypsy said... Dee's last words to her were don't hurt me and then in the documentary gypsy starts like bawling her eyes out and she's like i can't believe i did that and that she said that and i still did it and like she she seems remorseful yeah um so gypsy went into the bathroom um to like you know not be there when it happened and nick stabbed Dee Dee to death and um nick confesses in his interrogation he was going to rape Dee, Dee but gypsy didn't want him to do that so she's like you can have sex with me instead so you won't do that to my mom mm-hmm. and so they have sex and nick bit gypsy twice and gave her bruises and gypsy asked him to stop and she didn't want to and he did not so gypsy says she does not consider that consensual sex Ugh. Which is so, that is just, like, such a f***ed up situation. <laughs> That's terrible. I feel so, that happens in the documentary, too, once again. It does. I thought that they made that up. I thought that they were just trying to make Ugh. it worse. I. It's so sad, though. I yeah. mean, this whole situation, I think that probably, there was probably, like, a moment like she probably decided you know what this is my life now this is this is what yeah. i decided to do mm-hmm. and she's probably just owning it and it's so sad because it's not a fairy tale and it's not no. a happy ending the bad guy doesn't die and they don't skip off into the sunset actually right. she instantly realizes how much of a mistake this might have been yeah because now he's hurting her like he wanted to do that to her mother and like there's still it's her mother she probably still loves her mom yeah Mm -hmm. in a in a messed up you know in a distorted way exactly so oh i feel so bad this is such a messed up situation and the thing is this guy has a mental illness too which and he he's allowing himself because he says he has these multiple personalities and he earlier you mentioned that when he they were texting he said he it's gonna be his bad side that right, does yeah. it. So the fact that he said that he knew I'm this isn't this isn't me right now. I'm doing quotes right now. Yeah, you know this is somebody else doing all this. So I just get to become a monster in this moment, and yeah. I'm, then I get to go back to being a normal civilized person. So I think that like. In his mind, he's allowed to do this stuff because it's not actually him, in quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, also, you're. I'm trying to, like, think in the mel- mental illness of all of that. It's just such a messed up situation. It is. No matter it's what. So, so many blurred lines and it's like... I mean, wrong is wrong, but... You right. Know, yeah. Um, so, after that, they wipe fingerprints in the house as best as they can and they went to a hotel in wisconsin and 
they went to Nick's mom's house, and before they left Dipsy and Dee Dee's house, though, they mailed the murder weapon to Nick's mom's house. They're like, this is how we're going to get rid of it. I'm going to mail it across state lines. So they'll, they'll never find it. And they mailed $5,000 to themselves to um, Nick's mom's house as well. <laughs> and they, they obviously stole that. That was like either like donation money or something. Yeah, she probably just had that around. So Gypsy calls her family when, when her and Nick are found um, because they... They were found, like, the next day. Yeah. It wasn't long. Did they say how they found them? They were caught, I believe... Oh, I didn't write it down. But um, they were in a hotel. So, like, there was, like, CCTV footage and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I think they were, like, traced there through, like, electronics and stuff. And then is maybe something to do with the computer that they used to write those messages? They, like, found that IP or whatever? Yeah, they found, you know a digital trail of like we're checking in here or something like that yeah Um, yeah so she called her family when they're found and she's telling every like her dad and everything i'm innocent i'm innocent it wasn't me and she keeps this up that she's maintaining her innocence until in court when the lawyers bring up the text messages and she and her stepmom christy uh, I don't stepmom. I don't know Rod's wife. Okay, her father's yeah. new yeah. wife. Her stepmom said that she remembers, um, when the text messages were brought up, Gypsy turned around and looked at them with like shock oh. and fear in her eyes. Like, oh my so god! So she know. realizes. Yeah, she's about to get caught, mm-hmm. and her family's right there. And her family's gonna know she lied and did that. And her family's probably sitting there like, it's okay, honey, it's okay, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, but they had to have known that something fishy was going on already, because yeah. now she's walking and has... Exactly. Yeah. So, Dr. Feldman, who is the Munchausen by proxy mm-hmm. um, expert, said that gypsy victims of um, this you know, MVP, mm-hmm. uh, have a lot of trouble distinguishing um, reality from fiction in their minds, and they have a lot of trouble, like, knowing what's right and wrong. So Gypsy most likely suffered that as well, where she yeah. could easily compartmentalize a fantasy world and mix it with reality, and that this possibly is a factor in this case as well. Yeah, I can see that. Which is what we were saying, yeah. Yeah, I can see that, absolutely. Uh, So, also, she was told lies, like, her whole life. Mm -hmm. And um, she finds out she's 24 years old. She was 24 when she was convicted, not 19. Mm -hmm. And she gets a sentence of 10 years and cannot become eligible for parole until she has served 85% of her sentence. Okay. Um, and initially it's first degree murder, but then the sentence is changed, um, to murder in the second degree to take into account cause, um, the prosecution and the defense, like they are taking into account the circumstances of her abuse mm-hmm. and they're saying this is a murder. She deserves jail time. This was premeditated, but we're going to change it 
to second degree to like you know to make up for it's just a bizarre situation right like yeah i mean she's already been in prison like her whole life yeah and getting like a sense of torture on top of that her grandparents um dd's father and laura mm-hmm. um dd's stepmom both said they don't believe that gypsy should have gotten any jail time they said she suffered enough they should let her out um so they're completely on her side and I wonder if that, if, I mean, I'm sure the jury would take that into account. Dee Dee's own parents say that. I mean, I know that they're all family. Yeah. But, like, when so- someone that, you know, it's it's their daughter, even though they kind of hated her. Yeah. But the jury doesn't necessarily know all that yet. Mm-hmm. You know, say that. I feel like that would kind of go, they'd take that into account. Yeah. So she will be, Gypsy will be 32 in 2024 when she is released from prison. So she's going to... That's not too long. No, it's not. Um, Rod, her dad, and Christy, his wife, are allowed to see her. And they have said, like, they're going to be there for her. They want a really good relationship with her. And they have said, like, we don't blame you for this. And... um, there was this, like, in the documentary, There's it was, like, kind of, like, really sad because the dad was, like, do you blame me? Like, are you mad at me for not knowing all these time? And she was, like, I don't blame you at all. And, like, it was, like, I don't know. It was, like, emotional, you know? Because, like, yeah. I'm sure he's feeling guilt. He like feel that, yeah. You, had, you felt you were driven to kill your own mother because no one else knew. And, like, he's, like, I'm your dad. I should have known. Like, it was, it was sad. The whole that thing is sad. really sad. I mean... I was thinking that earlier when you were talking about it, just, like, how he must feel during all of this. Like, he didn't know, but there, there's still going to be the self-blaming. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. I should have known. I should have seen it. You know, oh, that makes sense now. I guess I never saw medical rec- Like, I never talked to a doctor myself. You know, different mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, wanting to be more present as a parent. But the thing is, even I feel like even if he tried... She, Dee Dee would have pushed him out more and more that yeah. he might yeah. not have even it might not have even gone anywhere mm-hmm. and he thinks that Katrina wasn't the only reason like he is now thinking she moved to Missouri mm-hmm. specifically so that I would not be close to Gypsy so I couldn't see her all the time so she could keep this charade up and like that's probably a very strong possibility yeah I mean yeah, yeah if he's living 10 minutes away i i feel like you could easily he could easily pop over anytime and be like catch yeah she's walking <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah uh, no i i it's such a massive situation and i saw um a phil a, do- a phil documentary a dr phil <laughs> interview gosh with, where he's actually interviewing her in jail mm-hmm. or in prison and it's really interesting because he he's not saying you're only a victim like this is own like this happened to you i'm so sorry i mean he kind of is saying like you know a really messed up thing happened to you yeah but he's kind of like asking her you understand though that you did something wrong mm-hmm. you know and she's saying like she feels remorse and she's saying yes like i deserve my punishment and mm-hmm. i need to be blocked up for this yeah so she has a good outlook on it too. She knows that what she did was wrong, and she's learning from her mistake. Mm-hmm. 
and I I just feel so bad because there's the mental abuse and the mental disability that she ended up having because of it is kind of to blame as well I mean the fact that she had no exposure to the outside world really plays a huge part in that because she doesn't understand how the world actually works yeah and like I think the whole thing with her mom or stepmom Christy saying like when the text came up she looked back in shock like that's another thing she didn't like did she not think that would come into court you know like she didn't think of any consequences and like doesn't think of she doesn't know legal proceedings and anything Mm -hmm. yeah just has no knowledge uh so what's happening to a boyfriend yes so nicholas is serving life in prison he is now 31 years old and he did not get any you know deals or anything no the only thing he got was not getting the death penalty um but he is serving life and actually this is so weird i feel like we keep getting we keep doing um cases that have recent updates oh really this happened december 29th 2020 oh geez like last week yeah um his legal team has filed for post conviction relief which allows changes to a conviction under three circumstances number one if the trial court had no jurisdiction Two, if his sentence exceeds the max for the crime that he's convicted of, or conviction sentence violates constitutional or state law. So it is not known yet which of those three reasons um, his legal team is filing under, but they are definitely trying to go forward with um, changing his sentence somehow through one of those reasons. Once again, I mean, I don't think... I think that he is dangerous, unfortunately, um, just because he believes that he has this other side that yeah. is evil. So you really don't know when he's going to decide to flip that. And I do I do believe that he's in control of that. I believe yeah. that it's not actually a, um, just, I mean, based off of this, based off my professional opinion of what you told <laughs> me of this guy for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah I don't actually, I haven't. I'm not a doctor. I didn't. I'm not diagnosing him. But what I think, based off what I've heard, is that he doesn't have a personality disorder. Um, that it's more so he decides when to flip it. Yeah. And so it's more just like it's still a factor of the autism where he has the the imagination mm-hmm. and yeah the idea of this. Yeah, and I forgot to say when his when Nicholas's mom was brought in for interrogation mm-hmm. as a mother, she's trying. Like, in her interrogation video in the documentary, she's trying to, like... She's like, oh, my God, how did my son do this? She's trying to explain it in her own head. And she's like, okay, um, with autism, it's... They, a lot of times, focus on, like, one thing, and they get really, really focused on it. And she's like, I think maybe his personality thing is his focus. Like, he really thinks it's true. Yeah. He's... Because his autism makes him focus so much on it Mm -hmm. that he's, like, clinging to that. And, like, she's, like, it's kind of like she's telling the investigator in it and also, like, talking to herself. Like, trying to come up with a reason why her son... And see, I actually agree with her on that. That's that's kind of my my personal observation as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that, that makes sense to me. And, but that's what I'm, my point to that 
is he still has autism. He has a mental illness. Yeah. We don't need another pe- person with mental illness in the prison system. Not yeah. in the current, not the way that with everyone else, not in the general public of the prison system. You know, like he doesn't, I don't think he needs yeah. that. And I like think that said, there's, yeah, there's better ways to. He's, serving life in prison and he will always have the mentality of a 15 year old so he's going to be with older people in prison and maybe he he is getting older he's 31 but he is still 15 mentally so i think he should probably be in like a mental facility right exactly i think that that's where he belongs not in not in the prison system in the mental facility i don't think he should be walking the streets unfortunately he did i don't at, at least not anytime soon. I just don't think that he really, unless he shows like a complete change. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think he's in the right place. Yeah. So if I mean I'm not a legal person at all, so I have no idea which of those three reasons they're gonna go for. Yeah. But um, possibly they'll want the court to rethink their decision to put him in jail. You know, maybe that's one of the reasons right. or something. So. So well, I don't know if uh, it hasn't been announced yet, but we'll like maybe I'll throw a little update when there is one. Yeah. To see if his sentence. Because we get him an episode or something. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, that's Gypsy and wow. Dee Blanchard. That really, I I'm really interested in that case. You know, it's kind of cool that you watched the documentary and yeah. I had watched the act. You know where they just kind of. The out the dramatized one so um, was it was it like really close then from knowing what, what? You know? yeah i want you to watch it i will and i encourage everyone else it's kind of like a multiple episode series on hulu is what i watched it on as far as i saw it was accurate oh what i wanted to talk about though and this is a big reason why i decided to make the cupcakes was because there's a scene in there um where she, gypsy goes and she is at like a, a neighbor's party or something and she so she's with a bunch of people and somebody gave her a cupcake mm-hmm. and she knows that she shouldn't have it but she was tempted and so she eats the cupcake and from like across the way um her mother sees this dd oh. sees this and runs oh. up and she's like no no what are you doing what are you doing like smacks it out of her hand and literally stabs her with an epipen <gasps> Oh my gosh! And so then takes her to the hospital, and then this like in the in the show this is kind of where like she starts getting suspicious because uh, she Dee Dee pulled the doctor away to t- have a conversation about it, and in this the doctor's saying, "Well, I don't really know if she's actually allergic or mm. not." Wow! But the whole time she's like the mother's not even like hearing that she she just is like so set on. You could have killed yourself. How how could you do this to me? Blah blah. To you're making um, mm-hmm. Gypsy feel really bad about it. Very very interesting. Um, yeah. I want to know if I wonder if that actually happened. Yeah. But anyway, I think it was a cupcake that she was eating. So I was kind of yeah. like remembering <laughs> that scene cupcake. when I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah, watch watch that. And then sure. so she so then what happens? I'm I'm not trying to ruin the whole thing. But she's, she eats a little bit of, like, she, like, goes and she knew that she she didn't, like, really actually feel a reaction. She really liked sugar. So she goes, she takes some, like, whipped cream, puts mm-hmm. it on her finger, and, and this is Gypsy. Yeah. And secretly, 
and has her EpiPen right next to her. She like licks a little bit of whipped cream off her finger and realizes that she doesn't have a reaction. Oh. So then she just goes ham on the sugar every night. Oh, same. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it gets to the point where her teeth have so many cavities. Oh. Oh, wow. And I don't know if this actually happened. But if, it, if they did, it would make sense because... Sometimes with medications, it makes your teeth more sensitive. So maybe mm-hmm. with the medication oh, she wow. was on and all the sugar and not taking care of your teeth properly because you're secretly eating all the sugar. Damn. Anyway. I didn't know that. It was really, it was really interesting. Yeah. So you have options, people. You can watch the <laughs> act on Hulu and the documentary is Mommy Dead and Dearest and that is HBO. So if you have like HBO, HBO Max, stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. So, anyway, um, on that note, I'm Casey. I'm Emily. And you just heard Sprinkle of Sugar, A Dash of Murder.